someone has said that the greatest distance that there is, is the distance between our minds and our hearts. That would be where we believe something to be true in our minds but when it moves to our hearts, the very center of our being, that which we have come to believe in, takes precedence over everything else. In essence, that which we believe has become not just a belief in our minds, but it has in fact become part of who we are. Believing in God can be like that. We can intellectually believe that He probably exists but He remains abstract, separate from ourselves. The whole concept of God infers a greater intelligence than our own and it's not just intelligence, it literally would have to go away beyond that. Many profess to believe in God and then basically put Him in a closet, where they can make use of their concept of Him, when situations dictate that we should. You know, like when someone dies that they have loved and because they personally haven't allowed God to be anything more than an abstract idea that they have put in a close, where they control when that door is opened, and when it is closed, they will say things like, well, he's gone to a better place. Or he is at peace now. And then of course, there are those who don't believe in God at all. One of the biggest hindrances to believing in God is the presumed accountability. That would be where God gives us His perspective of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and we as His creation, will of necessity, need to consider not just our own perspectives but also His. A lot of people don't like that idea, of being accountable or having to consider and possibly comply with the perspectives of someone greater than themselves. That possibly reigns in their freedom of choice, it limits their ability to do what they do want to do. So, in essence, from my perspective, we have four choices. 1. Reject the concept and reality of God. 2. Accept the possibility of God, higher power, but keep that possibility as an abstract concept that you are not subject to. 3. Accept the reality of God but put God in a closet so that you control as to when your perception of His considerations may be applicable or convenient, or. 4. Accept the reality of God and seek to come to know Him and learn of Him. Notice that choices 1, 2 and 3 all leave you in control. In essence, you decide. Notice that only choice 4 leaves the possibility of considering what God might have to say and considering His perspectives, in addition to our own. You may disagree with me, but I happen to think that the whole reality of loving someone is probably one of, if not, the greatest reality of worth that we get to experience in this life that we have been given. When you love someone, truly love them, their needs and welfare can not only become equal with your own needs and considerations but sometimes their needs and considerations can in fact take precedence over your own. In other words, love can and does, compel us to put someone else's consideration of well-being above our own. And so, when we truly love someone, they in fact become part of who we are. Their considerations become our considerations. We all know that there is more than ample evidence of hate and utter disregard for others in this world. Yet, in spite of that reality, we also see more than ample evidence of love, love between husbands and wives, with our children and with relatives and friends. And sometimes, we see also see love extended to total strangers. Where the considerations of others takes precedence over the individual who is extending that love. Did you ever stop to think where that love comes from or if it has a source? If everything that is, as some say, came about by sheer chance, love obviously didn't have to be a reality, but it is. We can clearly see what lack of love and consideration for others produces, can you imagine living in a world where there was no love at all? No love, as in none. Choice number four above was, accept the reality of God and seek to come to know Him and learn of Him. The Christian testimony of God, the Bible, tells us that it is impossible to please God unless you at least believe in Him, Hebrews 11:6, and you believe that He will respond to your seeking Him and reveal Himself to you. That is not choice one, two, or three, because those three choices are on your terms. Only choice four entertains the idea of actually looking at his considerations, God's perspective, in addition to your own. 
In other words you are willing to entertain his perspective and possibly consider making his perspective, your own. Did you notice this is what happens between two people who love one another? And if love didn't just happen all by itself, but actually has a source, then does it sound unreasonable to consider what the possible source of love has to say? Can you see that choices 1, 2 and 3 are actually saying, I do not wish to listen, I do not wish to consider what you might have to say. I reject the concept of you and what you might have to say and I desire to make my own decisions without considering your perspectives. I'm going to end this post with two scriptures. If God is the source of love, which he says he is, 1 John 4 8, and you've never considered actually listening to what he would like you to know and come to understand, I would ask that you consider these two verses from his word. John 3:16 asked for God so loved the world, that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. In this verse Jesus is telling us that God is Father, sent His Son Jesus, so that we might believe in Him. Believing here means coming to know and understand what Jesus did for us that we in ourselves could not do. Believing is not just lip service in our heads, it means really coming to understand in our hearts, it means that God's considerations and perspectives have become our considerations and perspectives. Revelation 3:20 asks Behold, I stand at the door and knock, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will dine with him, and he with me. This verse is Jesus telling all who will hear him that he awaits our response and if we are willing to open ourselves to him, he will reveal himself to us, and we will become one with him and he one with us. This would be moving forward with choice number four. And yes, this is a step of faith, but it is through this decision of faith, that faith is proved. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.